Welcome to Rag Bag. My name's Frank Burton. Well, it is. Currently, I am genuinely thinking of changing my name by deed poll to Lazarus Newman. That's right, Lazarus Newman. More on that later, possibly, unless I change my mind. Yeah, as you'll have gathered if you'd listened to the last couple of episodes, times are changing around these parts, but what's not going to a change about this show is of course the quality of the music first of all shout out to everyone who continues to contribute to the ongoing mountain goat saga if you're new to the show a listener got in touch way back in episode 4 to tell me about having witnessed what she believed was a mountain goat driving a car on the M6 motorway This matter has very little to do with me anymore, I'm just a messenger boy. In fact, thankfully, a lot of the people who are arguing about it on social media probably don't even know what Ragbag is, and I very much like to keep things that way. There's a hashtag if you want to follow the debate. Actually, there's several, because aptly enough, these people can't even agree on a neat little phrase to summarise the argument. Some people are calling it goat driver, others are calling it motor goat. Some are saying MGC, which apparently stands for Mountain Goat Controversy, but sadly that also stands for Machine Gun Corps, which confuses things. It also stands for Malvern Girls College, you know, the girls' college in Malvern. And inevitably, they've been inadvertently copied into some of these bizarre debates. I don't think it's particularly ethical to involve these innocent parties. Poor girls, leave them alone.
Sentimiento, sentimiento, 
seen me. I'm a dangerous kind of see you. We can't really rewind. Shut your phone while I whine. You're the dangerous type. And my soul on the line. Yeah, you see that in time. Come on, baby, take it deeper. I'm a secret, you're the keeper. Hold the pressure in the rhythm. Real players play for keepers. So confusing, I can teach ya. Sometimes I need a little bit of it. Don't mind if you wanna stay another day. You don't mind if that's really how you wanna play. Baby, you're mine. Sometimes I need a little bit of it. Don't mind if you wanna stay another day. You don't mind if that's really how you wanna play. Baby, you're mine. No es amor, ni lamento. Es aquí, en el momento que te quiero ver. You know, the annoying thing is, it really has got me thinking, you know, could a mountain goat really be trusted to have independent control of a motor vehicle? I do have a quite a strong opinion on this, a definitive answer to that question. But I'm not going to tell you what it is, because that's not the sort of thing I do anymore. Right?
So, I know what you're thinking, yeah. What's all this Lazarus Newman business, Frank? Why do you want to change your name? Well, as you know, I've been through some strange experiences recently and I've learnt some things about the world and about myself in particular, about the way that I respond to things. And I've always liked being called Frank because I felt like it suited my personality as an honest, straight-talking individual. But as it turns out, there's a fine line between being frank and just being plain rude, listeners. And in the past, I'm afraid to say, I don't know if you've noticed this, but in the past, I have been guilty of rudeness myself. And the first rule of podcasting, if there ought to be one, is this. Don't insult your listeners even when they're annoying you for whatever reason be nice to them kill them with kindness did I say kill? I didn't mean that listeners because and I mean this sincerely I love you guys that's just the kind of person Lazarus Newman is let me explain Lazarus Newman is my new name because it matches my newfound positivity and I'm not religious but I'm taking the name Lazarus after the biblical character who rises from the dead because I feel like I've been reborn as a new person. And Newman, because, haha, I'm a new man. Yeah. I I know what you're going to say as well. I don't mean to be presumptuous, but I do know what you're going to say. Both names are basically variations on the same thing. It's like becoming vegetarian and changing our name to aubergine carrot boy or something. Like, I know they're both two different vegetables, but they're both vegetables. We get the point, Mr. Carrot Boy. You're vegetarian now. Well done. But at the same time, I do like the name Lazarus Newman. I've got a good feeling about it. As I say, I'm not quite ready to change my name officially yet. It's more about focusing on becoming the embodiment of Lazarus Newman's principles first. Call it self-improvement program. I'm not quite good enough yet to become Lazarus. But I will be. One of these days. This edition is sponsored by The Emperor's New Sunglasses. Ever find yourself squinting on a bright day but don't want to stick on a pair of shades because they make you look too much like Bono? Try the Emperor's new sunglasses. They work in the exact same way as a normal pair of sunglasses would, except they're totally invisible. Apart from, you know, um, you can see them if you look closely. They're subtle. I think that's what the marketing team are trying to say. I mean... They do physically exist. And if you visit their website, um, emperors-new.sunglasses, yeah, this is the thing people do with domain names now. Very funny. Very nice. Um, If you visit their website, there are a whole bunch of publicity shots of various models not wearing sunglasses at all. And the implication is that they actually are wearing invisible sunglasses, It is a little misleading, guys. I'm not going to get, you know, angry about it. I'm Lazarus Newman. That's not what I do. But 
I do think it's a little dishonest. I've seen your products. Um, it is a real physical thing that you can hold in your hand, wear over your eyes and partially blocks out the sunlight, not fully effectively. I mean, they're not really dark enough for that, you know, they're not they're not as good as an actual pair of sunglasses, but I think I'm getting a little bit sidetracked here. Anyway, that's the sort of thing that Frank would do, isn't it? Speaking as Aubergine Carrot Boy, not Aubergine Carrot Boy. What's my new name? Speaking as Lazarus Newman, I'm going to try my best not to get sidetracked. And, you know, there's really no need to get bogged down in unnecessary detail. Thank you to our sponsors, The Emperor's New Sunglasses, for the financial support. You can support them financially by buying a pair of their sunglasses. So off you go. Go and do that. So, as I've said, I've got myself a new personality and a new name. Time now for a new feature. Neutralising gripes. People have been writing to me a lot with various different complaints about many different aspects of life. I can do nothing to change any of these things, and neither can you, dear listeners. But what we can all do is change the way that we feel about things. And I, Lazarus Newman, am here to help you do that. I'll read out the first gripe, and then I'll explain to you how I'm going to be going about neutralising it, because it's a little tough to explain, but trust me, once you've got your head around this new feature, you'll be writing to me requesting that I make this the entire show. Okay, forget all that other stuff. This is the real deal. Neutralising gripe. Here's the first gripe. Christoph in Cornwall says, The English language does my nothing. Why do people pronounce the pan in saucepan as pun? What the hell is a saucepan? You wouldn't say frying pun, would you? For that matter, ever heard anyone say fireman or postman? Well, it's firefighter and postal worker in the modern parlance, Christoph, but you make a very convincing case. I myself am guilty of pronouncing the word saucepan as saucepan. I hold my hand up to that, but none of this will matter very soon because I am going to neutralise your gripe. This comes with a warning, okay? I figured out a highly effective means of neutralising gripes and it's kind of a form of hypnosis, right? So if you're listening while driving or operating heavy machinery, stop what you're doing right now, unless you're in the fast lane or something, just crack on with your journey, you'll be fine. This is specifically for Christoph, but if Christoph's observation touched a nerve with anyone out there and you're thinking yeah I too have that gripe listen up you are soon to lose it right I am going to say a word now this is a slow burner by the way I do apologize I should point that out your gripe will not be neutralized straight away all will become clear right I'm going to say a word now and you will remember it even if you're only half listening to me it will stick in your head like an advertising jingle. Just temporarily, you understand. The word is horseradish. Keep hold of that for now. Horseradish. You'll hold that in your mind until the next time the word horseradish crops up in conversation. 
and you're not allowed to cheat and drop it in yourself. It has to be from an independent external source. Trust me, I know it's not necessarily an everyday word, but when you're listening out for it, you'll be astonished at how often the word horseradish comes up in conversation. I mean, it just did then, for example, but that doesn't count. But anyway, next time you hear the word horseradish, suddenly you'll feel different. You will no longer be annoyed by the English pronunciation of the word saucepan. You will feel a tiny bit better about the world. And every little bit counts. Let's have a bit more music and then let's do a bit more gripe neutralising. I'm getting into this now. Big time. Try to find a way to go 
Hey everyone, this is Toph, host of Gravity Beard, a podcast featuring interviews and discussions on a wide range of topics. In each episode, I'll either interview a special guest or we'll convene our typical Algonquin roundtable of brilliant minds. Occasionally, we'll even be joined by the host of one of your other favorite podcasts. Then every other week, my buddy Adam stops by for an installment of This Week Today. Whatever we do each week, we promise you'll be entertained. You can find Gravity Beard on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else quality podcasts are sold. And you can always find us and other indie pods in the Underdog Podcast community on Facebook. We're also a member of the Podfix Network. Come check us out. Gravity Beard. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Hey, Topher, I was doing an etymology search because, well, who needs a reason? Turns out watch comes from the Proto-Germanic word watchen, meaning be awake. Interesting if true, Billy. So our podcast, We Watched a Thing, really just means we stayed awake for something. Uh, Yeah, or at least most of it. Well, having been awake is about all the credentials we can really lay claim to when it comes to talking about movies. Speak for yourself, I've got legit IMDB credit. Well, all the visual effects experience in the world doesn't change the fact that you found passengers so emotionally touching that you cried. Oh yeah, taste guidelines from the cameraman who likes Jedi more than Empire, really? Ewoks are the best. Are they? Yes. And if you, dear listener, feel there aren't enough semi-informed cinematic opinions in your life, then a weekly dose of We Watched a Thing is for you. We Watched a Thing. We stay awake in everything. Find us at wewatchedathing.com or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else good podcasts are found. Every time the table is 
Right, back to neutralising gripes now. Christoph added a PS, by the way, in addition to the uh, saucepan thing. Um, he says, And another thing. Who the hell says potato? No one. 
Correct me if I'm wrong, well I suspect whoever wrote that song just made that word up just so it rhymes. Well, they wouldn't be the first songwriters to do that, uh, you know, Christoph. Give them a break. It's harder than it looks. But anyway, yeah, you can consider that gripe neutralised alongside the other one. Just listen out for that word. Horseradish. Okay. Now, it looks like we've spent so much time explaining how this process works that we've only got time for one more gripe to neutralise before the end of the show. But that's okay. I'm not going to get annoyed about it. Just a word of warning, though. I'm not going to explain it next time, okay? I'll assume you've listened to this bit, digested it, remembered it, all that. You cherry pickers out there who don't listen to every episode, I can do nothing for you. I love you, but I can't help you if you're not willing to show commitment. Well, here's our final gripe. Monica in Barbados says, My local pizza house refuses to offer gluten-free dough. Well, why don't you just go to an alternative pizza provider then, Monica? Why? They're the ones losing out. They're shooting themselves in the foot with that one. Let them shoot themselves in the foot. I'm sorry, Monica. I didn't mean to get all tetchy on you. I do understand. I had the exact same problem with vegan cheese. You know what I did? I went somewhere else. I didn't write into a podcast in the hope that the gripe will be neutralised. Sometimes you need to neutralise your own gripes through your own words and your own actions. You should know that already. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to issue you with a fine right? Yeah, we are still doing this feature, doing fines. Send me £50 via PayPal. I expect that payment in full by the time you finish listening. And on that subject, don't think I ignored your email, Jared Drabble. Jared emailed me a few weeks ago when I first started issuing fines to listeners saying, I hope you realise none of these so-called fines of yours are legally enforceable. I'm not stupid, Jared. I know they're not legally enforceable. You know what they are, mate? They're a moral obligation on your part. That's right, your part. You're getting a fine for that. And I happen to know that as a lawyer... You're probably a very wealthy man. £500. Don't leave it too late, Jared. I'll be obliged to start charging interest. Not legally obliged, you understand. Morally obliged. Your problem, Jared, is your understanding of the law has overshadowed your understanding of basic human decency. Okay, um, Jared, I, um, I realised that was Frank talking there, rather than Lazarus. I, uh, I am trying to knock this behaviour slowly but surely on the head. Um, it won't happen overnight, Jared. Just pay the fine, please, before the interest kicks in. This is Lazarus talking now. Okay, try not to make Frank angry. When he gets really mad, you know, who can predict how much interest he's going to be adding onto your existing fine? Just pay him. You can afford it. It's for the best. Little game of good cop, bad cop there, Jared. You're probably familiar with that in your profession. Anyway, just to assure the rest of you, I am fully committed to the whole Lazarus Newman thing. I know you probably think it's a silly name, but let me tell you about someone else I know who used a similar technique for reinventing himself. I met him in prison. He called himself... Larry Riley because he wanted to be happy as Larry and also you know live the life of Riley and to be fair it didn't work out quite as he planned he was a heroin addict 
And say what you like about heroin, there is a certain amount of pleasure involved in that lifestyle. But that man's life as a whole doesn't quite match up with the name. For a start, he's never going to be released. Not after what he did. Come to think of it, this isn't really a very good example of a person changing their name as a means of changing their life. But I'm different, listeners. I'm not Larry Riley. I'm Lazarus. What's my name again? What's my name again? Lazarus. Lazarus Newman. I'm Lazarus Newman. I'm Lazarus Newman. I'm Lazarus Newman. Only good things can come from this.
It's the end. Thank you very much for bearing with me and supporting me during this difficult time. Not really a difficult time. It's a wonderful time. Don't know why I said that. You're all wonderful people. And uh, you can, oh, you know the drill. You can check out all the track listings for this show, all the music that I played on frankburton.co.uk. Check out my website. Buy my book, A History of Sarcasm. The new one's coming out soon. It's a novel. It's called 100. It is going to be pretty much the best book ever written. So you should check that out as well. And I'll see you next time. <laughs>